Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely. Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are talking about, is it too late for you? Now, some people may feel they have gone too far living their life without God or that God could never accept them because of what they've done. Well, this is a complete lie. It is never too late as long as you are still breathing, regardless of what you've done. The truth is God loves you and wants to help you. And another lie is that you need to clean yourself up first before you come to him. Well, that's not true as he will clean you up as you surrender to him. Now, you just come as you are. Good point, Bill. You know, and look at Paul, the apostle. He is considered one of the greatest men in the Bible, and he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Yet he was a vicious murderer of Christians, and God had his eye on him and changed his life in a moment completely. That's right. You know, the critical issue is if you are putting off this decision, you are gambling with your eternal soul. You may think you have plenty of time to commit your life to Jesus Christ, but your life could end tomorrow. And one second after you die, it will be too late. That's right. You know, that reminds me of a story. We were speaking at a church and a young Christian man brought his best friend to hear me. Well, after the service, he told his friend that he did not believe me or the Bible. He said it was all foolishness. Well, the Christian friend said, you know, you're my best friend, and I want you to be in heaven with me when we die. Well, the young man said he he wasn't interested and not to speak to him anymore about this topic about God. Well, a few days later, they went to breakfast. Oh, the Christian tried talking to his friend again and sharing about Jesus Christ and and repenting and receiving him as your Lord and Savior. But again, he said, I am not interested and I don't want to hear about God again. Well, the friend left the breakfast table, got in his car, and five minutes later was in an accident, hit a brick wall, and he died. Now, he was only 23 years old, and now he did not expect to die that day. You know, if he didn't repent and receive Jesus as his Lord and Savior during that last five minutes, then his friend knew he was now in hell for all eternity. How terrible. You know, to have had the opportunity presented so clearly just five minutes before, he would now have an eternity to regret his foolish decision. You know, and this decision is too important to simply ignore, delay, or laugh it off. You know, it concerns your eternal destination, and it's determined by you. Why would any rational person ignore or reject this most serious opportunity? Exactly, Bill. You know, that reminds me, too, of a couple little short stories here. Um, One is about Voltaire, you know, the, the philosopher. Right, and this is Dr. Maurice Rawlings' book. This is in his book. He tells the story. And which book was that? Uh, I think it's called To Hell and Back. Okay. Well, it says, quote, The self-reliant Voltaire, whose pen was mightier than the sword, whose intellect and honors could never be excelled, was now excelled by a stroke that was slowly causing his death. For two months, he was tortured with such agony 
has led him at times to gnash his teeth in impotent rage against God and man. Then turning his face, he would cry out, I must die, abandoned of God and men. Even his nurse repeatedly said, For all the wealth of Europe, I would never see another infidel die. I mean, that's how horrible watching his death was. Right, right. You know, because he was on his way to hell. Terrible. And he was real, you know, real outspoken about being an atheist and so forth. Oh, yeah. Totally against God. And then there's another story. Um, This is uh, someone named Mr. Bartholomew, and he was in a nursing home. And it says, quote, what is it you see? So this was the The nurse nurse asking him this. Uh, What do you see? I said, Mr. Bartholomew was trembling and grimacing at something behind me. When I turned, I could see nothing there. They're coming again. They're prowling around over there, just waiting for me to die. Make them go away. I could see that no drugs had been administered. There was no fever and no lab problem except except anemia. The chart indicated he was well-educated, a Protestant, several grandchildren, and a little later that night, he died. That's right. So he saw these demons waiting for him to die. You know, uh, Dr. Maurice Rawlings shares about five or six other stories just the same where people were on their deathbed, slipping out of their bodies and so forth, and they were screaming because they saw demons actually waiting for them. They could see them. Yeah, that's in the spiritual dimension. Right. They're they're real and they're there. They were waiting to drag them off into hell because these were all people that did not believe in Jesus Christ. So there's many of these cases, and they all say the same thing. Exactly. So for each one of those people, it was too late. And the Bible says in 1 John 5, 11 and 12, it says, He that has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son of God has not life. So that's pretty clear. That's right. You know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that when someone comes to the Lord, we become a new creature. That means God gives us a new heart and a new spirit. As Ezekiel 36, 26 states, our old nature and our old ways are no longer attractive to us. So there's going to be a change when somebody actually really repents. Right. How, however, you know, that we're still the same you know, our soul and our mind still have to be trained by reading God's word. Our mind has to be renewed with right thinking. That's right. And, you know, Bill, we are a three-part being. You know, I think sometimes Christians don't realize that. We have a spirit and a soul, which includes our mind, will, and emotions, and we live in a body. When we receive Jesus Christ, our spirit is made alive to God, or as Jesus said, we are born again. Our new spirit has no desire to sin, but our soul and our body still do. And it takes effort on our part to train our soul and body to think godly. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. However, it is in the Lord's strength that we do this. He gives us the grace or ability to refrain from sin and pursue him. And we now have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside us, and he is there to help, strengthen, teach, and guide us as we learn to yield to him. That's right. That's right. It's really important to bring out that we are a three-part being. People need to understand that. You know, another reason not to procrastinate surrendering your life to Jesus Christ is that he is truly coming back very, very soon to take the believers off the earth to heaven. Now, this is referred to as the rapture. 
This is a real biblical event that will take place. Now, I know we have all heard about this for a long time, but this is the first time all the signs mentioned in the Bible are happening all at once. You know, the earth's birth pains are increasing in frequency and intensity. Also, in addition, uh, the digital age had to be in place uh, for the end to come. There will be an evil dictator who will come on the scene and demand that everyone receive a mark in their hand or forehead. It will be a tracking device most likely coupled with a digital currency. Without it, no one will be able to buy or sell anything. Uh, Well, we see this uh, today happening quickly. It's approaching now. The technology is here. Absolutely. And that's coupled with AI as well today, which didn't exist, you know, even 20 years ago. They were, I mean, it might have existed, but on a more simpler level. Exactly. I don't really know. But um, the sin and the corruption bill, as you said, on the earth has become overwhelming, just as in Noah's day and the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. And God destroyed the earth with the flood and those cities with fire and brimstone due to their exceeding wickedness. Jesus said his return would take place during a time just as it was in those days. You know, it reminds me of that conversation, too, we had with that ex-sheriff of San Diego. He was a Christian, and he almost died in the hospital, and he had to have um, like 200 right. blood transfusions. Remember yeah, 200, that? 200, I remember. And he was shot by an evil uh, criminal they were going after. And um, anyways, when he almost died, he had like a a vision and he saw the clock he saw a big clock and it started spinning and it started going faster and faster and faster forward and then he saw uh the city he lived in on fire blown up and destroyed destroyed and it was like with that clock like the lord saying the time is short and this is what will happen to this city you live in i mean during the tribulation many cities will be destroyed and blown up exactly yeah he did share that and then the clock was spinning real fast, but then it stopped suddenly. And he said he didn't seem like to him it was very long in the future that that destruction would happen. Exactly. And I think we, we met him and spoke with him about five years ago or so. Right. But it reminds me, too, when you had your vision back in 1998 of hell, and the Lord you know, said to you the very last thing he said, tell them I am coming very, very soon. And he repeated it again. Right. So I think we're just in that time of delay, that he's delayed his coming so that more people can get saved. But I think we're at the end of that delay period. Yes, like that scripture, the bridegroom delays his coming. Right. It says for the, is it for the precious? 25, yeah. Precious fruit of the earth, yeah. Right, right. You know, after the rapture happens, it will be hell on earth. Now, if you don't give your heart to him now when it's easy, you most likely won't when it costs you your life. Christians will be hunted down, starved, beaten, and then beheaded. Those who take the mark of the beast will be condemned to hell forever. So choose eternal life through Jesus Christ now while you have the opportunity. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org